Ooh, welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am here with none other than the honorable, the Reverend Joshua Ezzy. What's good, BD? It's the Slim Reverend now, BD. Oh, the Slim Rev? Slim Rev. That's my new name, Slim Rev. <laughs> you still uh you still dropping dropping pounds over there? Man, I'ma keep it around 255, 260, bro. I'm not gonna go no further than that, bro. Okay. So you still got the um got the the the, the, the what kind of diet were you doing? Like a straight bone marrow? No, no I mean bone regular marrow and bone marrow. And bro, this ain't vegetable. no New Orleans witchcraft, bro. Nah, bone broth. Bone broth, bro. Okay. But no, I've been eating, I'm eating solid foods now, bro. I've been eating solid foods since the last podcast. I'm just being selective on what I eat, bro. Okay. Yeah, man, I haven't had sugar in a in a minute since then. The only sugars I've had has been in like you know mints because <laughs> I have to preach. Okay. Got to put mints in your mouth, bro. You don't want people slain, and it's not even mm-hmm. a spirit, bro. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Well, that's what's up, man. I, I celebrate your progress. But anyway. Um, we've got a good episode today, so I'm definitely excited about that. Uh, before we get started, if you have not already done so, if you enjoy our content, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get post notifications whenever we post new content, uh, and make sure that you like, comment, um, and tell any other friends that you may know that may enjoy the con- uh, content as well. All right. Um, with that said, Josh, you ready to get this thing started? Let's get it going, BD. <clears throat> Let's get it going. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get it started, as we customarily do, with the weekly airing of grievances. And this is one that I'm going to take. It's, it's been a little... It's all yours. It's all mine? Okay. Let me then. Mm-hmm. So, I'm out with the family. You know, we're trying to enjoy a, a fun day at the park. Having fun with the kids, you know, good time. I get home from the park and I check my legs. Josh, I had 26 mosquito bites. 26. 26? 26 mosquito bites. And I ask myself, what's the purpose of mosquitoes? Like, what purpose do they really serve? Like, why are they here? I I just don't understand. They go around, they buzz around, they bite you, they suck your blood. You know what I mean? And if that's not enough, you don't know, it's like, if you need my blood to survive, if you just want to take the blood and I don't feel anything, that's fine. But it's what you take the blood and then you make the, the, where I have a bump and it's itching and it's, it's painful and it's annoying. Why? Why do you, why are you, why are you doing that? And more importantly, why are you here, mosquitoes? Like, what purpose do you serve? Do you fertilize the earth? Do you pollinize, you know, the flowers? Or, or What do you do? Why are you here? That is my question for the Lord when I get to heaven, okay? I will not ask about the mysteries of life. I will not ask about, you know, what happened to... What? How did Abraham feel when he had to sacrifice? You know, leave leave that to me. I'll, I'll let you questions. ask those questions. My question, Josh, will be: God, 
Why did you create mosquitoes? The real question is, BD, did God create the mosquitoes? Hmm. I mean, I'm thinking he had to, right? <clears throat> no, nah, there's there's species on this planet that God didn't create. There's fruits and vegetables that God didn't create. There's a lot of hybrid foods and a lot of hybrid animals on this planet that God didn't create. You think the mosquito is a hybrid bug? Yeah. What else to transmit diseases? Come on, man. <laughs> I don't like you got to ask yourself if it doesn't have a purpose, then was it created by a God of purpose? Ooh. I feel like this is another Joshua <clears throat> S. conspiracy is what I. Yeah, absolutely. What is the purpose of the mosquito? I mean, they don't have a purpose. Like, it's not like you giving me nutrients no, for my blood. You're not. So if you know, if you heard about the Nephilims and the giants of old, that the the the, the angels of God slept with the daughters of men and created giants. You, if they could create giants, you don't think they can create species, insects, animals that would be for the sole purpose of hurting humans, the sole purpose of taking your blood and leaving a bump and don't even give anything. Why would God create the mosquito if all it does is take? That's what I'm saying. Like you don't contribute any meaningful, you know, positive thing to society. All you do is cause people misery when they're out trying to enjoy a, a pleasant evening with their children. This is what y'all should do when y'all go outside. This is what the Reverend would suggest to prevent the biting of mosquitoes. Get you some anointing oil, rub your legs. <laughs> anointing oil? That's not going to Hey, you'll be shiny. You'll be shiny, but you won't be bitten. Hey. Nah, I think they're going to light you up. You put some anointing oil. You better put some off. Nah, man. Pray over that. Pray over that. No, off. No, don't. They, no, no. If you want mosquitoes to be off for you, anoint your head with oil. Anoint your arms, anoint your body. This is what the saints do. I've had no mosquito bumps, and I've been outside because I'm anointed. Oh, that's what it is. It's the anointing that's gets keeping you hey, from man. the mosquito bites. Yeah, it's the anointing. It's the anointing shield that I have. Wow. Okay. I guess I need some of that anointing next time because I got lit yeah, up. Yeah, man. All you got to do is when you, while you're at the doorpost of your house, say, in the name of Jesus, when I step out and spend time with the family that you have given me, mm-hmm. Lord, when I step out of this house, Father, in the name of Jesus, I counsel the plots and schemes of every mosquito. They will not prosper. Right. The weapons may be formed, but they will not yeah, prosper yeah. against my yeah, skin. Yeah. You will not bite me today mm. in the name of Jesus. Every mosquito shall bow. Every mosquito shall confess that we're not going to bite this man of God today. That's the prayer I should have prayed. That's it right but there. See, if you didn't pray, listen, and y'all might be laughing now, but until you pray the prayer, you listen, trust me. You can be mosquito bitten free this summer if you pray that <laughs> prayer that the Reverend have told you to pray. You too can be. Try to see what happens. But I'm gonna be like the prosperity preachers. If they bite you, you didn't have enough faith. <laughs> you must not have had enough faith. You ain't pray hard enough. <clears throat> you must have have it. <laughs> nah, for real. You have authority even to go over the mosquitoes. And for that? We have dominion over the birds of the air and the mosquitoes of the bush. We have dominion. And like flies. What what purpose do they serve? Gnats. I walk into a cloud of gnats and I'm just like, you know, like it's like the Kevin Hart skit. Just that, that. 
there must I'm about to have to do some research. There must be a purpose for these animals. But if there's no purpose, but the annoyance of mankind, then the creator of these entities must be of devilish descent. All right. Look up hybrids. Watch. Don't not every vegetable was created by God. Watch what you're eating. I think if I Google hybrid, I'm going to get a picture of a Toyota Prius. Okay. Hybrid foods. Google search. Hybrid foods. I'll do that. Check out the Nephilims. Check out. Listen, the devil. God ain't the only one that created. The devil perverted creation. Hey, that's another part. Hey, go to my channel for that. <laughs> <laughs> go to Josh's channel. My, my apologies. Go to my channel for all those, those conspiracies. Mm. Biblical conspiracies. Yeah, man, no purpose for mosquitoes, man. They they've been they they never contribute to me, and that's why I'm like, y'all better stay prayed up because these mosquitoes are gonna be carrying a lot of stuff in the near future. And that's another thing, like they be carrying diseases and stuff. Like, I, I really am praying over myself right now. I'm hoping I don't, you know, wake up with. <laughs> what if your your legs you know fall I mean? off? You have nothing but nubs. Wake up and I just I'm missing a toe or something. <clears throat> like I just got hit with some. Hey, bro, tomorrow when you go out there, spend time with your kids for the 4th of July, bro, get you some, before 4th of July comes, go to your local grocery, get you some extra virgin olive oil, you take that bottle of oil and you set it aside for God's use, anything that's oil touched, nothing would be able to hurt me, anoint your hair with oil, get the legs nice and shiny, use it as lotion, and then when you step outside, watch, you won't be bitten. Not him. The next podcast, we're going to, we're going to have a, <laughs> we're going to have a, uh, an experiment. Mm-hmm. I want you to spend about an hour and a half outdoors in the grass. Just roll. No. no. Jump in bushes. Fall in bushes. Let me know how that goes. Let me know how it goes with the oil on you. I bet you you come back with bumps and rashes and stuff. You just, you ain't had the anointing. It wasn't. You ain't have enough stuff. As far as me, I won't be outside anyway, so I don't. You there'll be no proof whether I have mosquito bites or not. I'm about to say, nah, fam. Like Fourth of July is canceled. Like we're gonna be inside the house. <laughs> I'm grilling in the oven, bro. What's the, <laughs> bro? That's so overrated. I'm like, bro. I'm, I saw a George Foreman grill at Walmart. It's like an actual grill for indoors, like an actual grill. I'm getting that, That's bro. What it's about to be. I'm not grilling outside. I have nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. Nope. Being outside in the heat, cook, and flipping burgers for other people. No. I'll still wear the the apron and everything. Kiss the cook. Hey, I'm still dad of the year. Hey, hey. I don't care what anybody I'm still says. Gonna, still, still going to rock the. See, I, you know, I'm still going to be a be grill master chef, mm-hmm. grill master slim rev. You see what I'm saying? But it's going to be indoors. It's going to be indoors. All right, we'll go ahead and keep it moving to the main topic of the day. We've got an important one here today, Josh. Mm-hmm. For today. We're going to be talking about why you should stay single. Mm-hmm. This is coming from two married men. But we're talking about why you should stay single because not everybody's ready to be married. Simple as that. We talked about it a couple episodes. There's a lot of things that come with marriage that you're going to have to adjust to. And there's a lot of things that you might need to shore up and, and some 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 loose ends that you need to tie up before you consider getting married. So we're going to be talking about today why you should stay single. Josh, I'm going to let you go ahead and get it started. 
Listen, you know the Rev, Slim Rev has got nothing but points for you. I got an acronym for purpose. Please stop. Please okay? stop saying Slim Rev. I have words to... Slim <laughs> Please Rev. stop. Hey, bro, Slim... Come on, man. Hey, Slim Rev, that's who I am. That's who I... This, this is what you have to deal with now. You know what I'm saying? That's And that's the reason why you should stay single, because when you get married, your spouse changes. Your partner's change. And you got to know what you're getting. You, you got to know what you're getting. You don't know what you got until you got it. And you only, not even when you got it, you don't know what you got until you marry that person. So you better know what your purpose is because my first P, the first yeah. letter for purpose okay. of why you should stay single, because of partnerships. You got to know your purpose because when you know your purpose, you know who and who not to partner with. You should stay single until you know your purpose because most of y'all out here partnering yourself with people that doesn't contribute to your purpose. Boo-boo, baby girl, baby boy. How are you going to know what y'all supposed to do if you don't even know what you're supposed to do? That's true. People partnering with people that have no purpose <clears throat> for your purpose. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying, Peter? Yeah. I'll let you go with that point, bro. I don't know if you want to ride that wave. Or well, no, nah, I was just going to say, yeah, that, that's a good point because when you, you know, when you get married, it should be, it should be a partnership. Y'all should be working together towards common goals. Like, so y'all's purpose should, to a certain extent, align, not necessarily saying that it's the exact same purpose, but y'all's exactly. like strengths and weaknesses should complement each other. And y'all should be able to, you know, use each other, fill each other. You know, uh, the person who's strong in one area is able to compensate for the other person who's not strong in that area and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So that y'all together can accomplish God's purpose for y'all as a couple. So absolutely, you need to know before you get married, it's good to know what your purpose is so that when you're looking for a potential suitor, you're looking for somebody who's going to, you know, complement what you're trying to do, what your purpose is. If your purpose is to be a minister, you might not want to date somebody whose purpose is to reach uh, the have a stripper club member uh, ministry or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you don't want that kind I, of ministry because you're guaranteed to fail. <laughs> right. <laughs> that might be. There's not a minister on this planet that can handle that kind of activity. You, know, you might have struggled with, you know, might have struggled with lust in your past. And that's her. That's her purpose is to minister to ex strippers. Hey. I'm just saying, it's not a good fit. You should stay single. <clears throat> not a good fit. You should stay single. And you have to understand, nobody on this earth can complete you but Jesus, yo. Like, like some people out here, they want to be completed by somebody else. I got to have somebody so I can start my purpose. Oh, I can't do anything with... No, man. You complement each other. Like BD saying, man, your purpose ain't going to match. And that's okay. Don't latch if it don't match. And what I mean by match, that it complements each other, that it's going along the same path, that y'all balance each other. And and it's unfortunate how many people are partnering themselves with, 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 with individuals that has nothing to do with their purpose. And they wonder why their purpose is on ice. Their purpose ain't even expressed. And now they're the person used to help somebody else fulfill their purpose. So partnerships, man, is my first point, man. P, P for partnerships. You got to know your purpose so you'll know who to partner yourself with. Because imagine Adam getting Eve before he finished his assignment. The purpose for Adam in that season was to name animals. 
You know good and well if he saw Eve in all her glory <laughs> and he saw a giraffe and then he saw Eve, he looked back at the giraffe and saw Eve, he ain't about to name it giraffe. <laughs> ain't no giraffes getting named. Ain't no giraffes getting named. And all those animals after the giraffe, he just got to the G's. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. He was like, man, the rest of y'all, hey, man, I'm about to go see what Eve right. doing. Let me see what. So God was like, yo, man, I ain't going to do Adam like that. And most of y'all setting yourselves up to fail because y'all selling for partners that's keeping you from naming the rest of your animals and mm. your life of your singles. And then you get married and you call all up in marriage and it's cool for the first year or two. But then that purpose that's on the inside of you start calling. And you you wanting to go towards that and your spouse is like, nah, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do something else. I'm trying to have I want to have a baby right now. And you like, well, I need to go after this purpose. It's on the inside of me. It's burning. Nope. Now you got responsibility to your wife. Stay single, man, till you finish the assignments of your single year. Stay single. God knows when it's no longer good for you to be alone. He knows. He knew Adam. He's like, yo, when Adam get to the zebra. When he get down to the Z for Zebra, the Zebra was like, thanks, Adam. Yo, appreciate the name, bro. Good look. <laughs> then God was like, yo, Adam, knocked him out, put him to sleep. Okay. The first thing, the first anesthesia that was given to man was a two-piece by God. Put Adam to sleep, took a rib out, made Eve, and he was like, Adam, yo, wake up, son. I got something for you. And them things was in his face like this. <laughs> and he was like, flesh in my flesh, bone in my bone. <laughs> You want, let's fellas, hey, you'll know when it's your time when you start spitting poetry. Mm, that's when you got the right one. That's when you got the right one. All right. You got any points, BD? Because you know I got like some more letters. I'm just bouncing off what you got, my friend. You. That's how you spell purpose, right? P-U, right? You. Yes. Man, don't get married. If Because purpose helps you stifle your urges. And it gives you a sense of urgency. Okay? Because when you know your purpose, listen, man, it's urgent for me to get this book out. It's urgent for me to get this album out. It's urgent for me to get this business started. I don't got time to be wasting my time at these parties, wasting my time in and out of relationships. It's, I got I got to stifle these urges. Yes, I got the urge to be married. Yes, I got the urge to have sex. Yes, I got all these urges. But because I have purpose... I can stifle these urges to fulfill what's urgent because what's urgent right now is my purpose. See, I wrote my six books. It was urgent for me to do so because I'm so glad I went and did those things because in my thirties, when I get those royalty checks, mm-hmm. I'm glad that I listened to those urges, right. the urgency of purpose. And some of, some of y'all, some, now I don't like to say some of y'all, some people out there, they fall into their urges. They settle in a relationship versus the urgency of their purpose. Yo, you need to write me right now. You need to you need to finish me right now. I'm supposed to help you later on. Your ideas, your dreams are screaming at you like, yo, come on, bro. Don't go to that part. Don't go with her. Don't go with him. Yo, I'm crying out to you. Give me life. Do you know your ideas hate you right now? Mm. <laughs> like, bro, I want life, bro. Give me life. I want to be out there in the world. I want to bring you residual income. I want to make you wealthy. I want to make you successful. Make me alive. Bring me out. Bring them out. Bring them out. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? It's hard to yell. 
with them females in your oh, them, <laughs> them map. So to piggyback off of what you were saying, <laughs> no, but who I pre I preached two messages today. I'm on fire, fire right now. Legend. Cool you down. <laughs> cool me down. I got you. <laughs> Wipe me down. Cool me down. But no, yeah, it, it, <clears throat> that's you're exactly right. Like when you're single, that's the time for urgency. And I think sometimes people, you know, don't feel that way. You feel like, you know, you got time, you know, it's no rush. Nah, that's the time for urgency, like to get the stuff done that, you know, God has purpose within you because like God has a plan for your life. Like he's got a plan, like you say, for, you know, your single years. And then he's got a spouse for you who's going to complement your purpose. And you guys have stuff that he wants y'all to accomplish together. But if you're not accomplishing what you're supposed to accomplish during your uh, season of singleness, then you delay in the process. You get married, you know, and you you haven't walked into your purpose. It hasn't made room for you. So y'all struggling. You have to take a job that you don't want to take. Your wife got to take a job. She don't want to take. Y'all busy. Y'all tired. You know, you end up pregnant. Like life happens and it just delays the process. Y'all might eventually get around to the purpose that y'all are supposed to achieve together. But if you've already taken care of that in your single, in your singleness, when you get married, it's already manifested itself. You you walking in the fruits of it, and when she comes and she's accomplished hers, y'all already got that handle. Y'all moving on to bigger and better things that God has for y'all. So it's urgent when you are single to get get you know, walk in your purpose, take care of the things that God has for you, that God's put in your heart. It's better to care for what's urgent now than to be in urgent care later. That's real. Take care of what's urgent now so you don't have to worry about being in urgent care later, man. I'm telling you, I'm so glad that I listened to the urges and the urgency of my ideas. All right, next point, BD. R, why you should stay single to find your purpose? What you need to do now before you even think about being married? establishing the right routines the right routines you are the habits of yesterday you see what i'm saying either the habits you're doing right now is going to help you tomorrow or hinder you tomorrow you got to establish the right routines man your wife your future wife your future spouse they want a healthy version of you. They want a healthy mind. If you got mental illness, if you got issues up here, get your mind right. Get counseling. Get therapy. If you got emotional wounds, man, go to God and get healed up and forgive yourself and forgive that person. If you got diabetes and hypertension and you 26 or whatever age you are, get that together. Lose your weight. Establish routines that's going to make sure you strong spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically so that you can be of some value. Listen, because no matter what, you're bringing something to the table. That's right. And it's not always some good you bring to the table. You got to see, okay, what do I really have to offer? What do you really have to offer? That goes with one of my points later on. What do you have to offer anybody? Disease, mental illness, emotional attachment, soul ties. That's all you got to offer. Yes, you could throw it back. Yes, you could do all this kind of stuff. Yes, you good in, 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 in other areas. But are you holistically valuable? Because marriage is much more than just sex. Marriage is much more than traveling around the world. Marriage is about friendship. Marriage is about growing. So you got to establish the right routines right now. 
so that when marriage comes, those routines add value to your marriage, not take value from it. And that's a part of your purpose as well. I mean, because if you are not, they say health is wealth. If you are there you if you're not healthy, you can't carry out your purpose. You could have the greatest purpose God could have, the greatest purpose for you you could ever imagine. And he could have put in all the gifts inside of you. Everything that you need to be successful is inside of you. You ready to go. But if you are not, if you don't have the correct rituals in place, the, the right habits in place, if you're not eating the right kind of foods, if you're not getting the proper amount of rest, if you're not taking care of yourself, or if you're not speeding, uh, feeding, your, feeding your mind, feeding your spirit, you're not going to be able to accomplish those things. If you laid up in the hospital somewhere with diabetes, you can't carry out God's plan for your life. You can't be there for your wife. You can't be there for your family. So uh, that's definitely an important point. And you have to understand, you can't get mad at nobody but yourself. Diabetes, hypertension. Why you think I'm Slim Rev? You see what I'm saying? Slim Rev is here, man. I was Coach Josh. Now I just want y'all to call me Slim Rev. You see what I'm saying? Because I got a purpose. I I, I want to be able to, I don't want to be holding my back. Hey, yo, Juju, little new nuke, I'll meet y'all at the park. I'm coming. You see what I'm saying? Right. I want to be able to beat them in races until they 16, 18 years old. I want to be able to still give them buckets until they're older. I want to be able to pass my son the rock and play ball. I want to be able to go and what if my daughter wants to run, if my daughter wants to, I want to be able to be there active, ready. If my wife wants me to go wherever, I want to be there. Listen, health is wealth, like BD said. It don't matter how wealthy you are. I'd rather... It, it, if you don't take care of your health right now, you have to use your wealth for health. Right. I don't want to spend my wealth to get health. I want to use my health to get wealth and to sustain wealth. Mm. And then use my wealth to get a to get a a trainer to 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 add on to what I have done to my ability for my health. Then I will be able to get wealth to add on top of that to even make me I want what LeBron has. I want those hyper them chambers. Hyperbolic chambers and stuff. I want a hyperbolic chamber stuff. Personal chef so my wife she can still cook, but if she want to take two or three weeks off, we got a chef <laughs> meal prepping. I want to be able to have my own sauna and stuff in my house. Listen, when when I make the Azzy compound, it's going to be a, it's not going to be a compound just for me to sit as a king. No, it's going to make me rule as a king cuz I'm going to have chambers. I'm going to be right. You see what I'm saying? So <clears throat> Hey, you got to establish the right routines, man. I'm telling you right now, you know good if you die early and your wife not got to take care of the kids you died off on. You see what I'm saying? Or your, your husband now is left exactly. If you don't before like the word responsibility do you have the ability to respond to all the needs, pressures of wherever you're trying to reach for? If not, stay your behind scenes. Okay? All right. <clears throat> P-U-R, the next P. Purpose gives you perspective, man. There's a right way to see everything. These eyes right here are slave to your perspectives. All of us have lenses. You see what I'm saying? We see the way we see based upon what we saw when we was brought up. You got to be able to say, is my perspective the right way? How do you see a wife, yo? How do you see a husband? What is your perspective on marriage? What's your perspective on money? What's your perspective on you? If you don't have the right perspective on you, you don't even, you won't even know who you're supposed to join yourself up with. Man, you don't got time, man. Listen, 
I got to have the right perspective about my wife. I can't be selfish. Hey, yo, I need three meals every day, yo. Right. And you better do it with just an apron on. <laughs> okay? I want my tea at 60 degrees. Uh-huh. I want my chicken like that. Nah. What I do is I serve. All I do is serve. Right. I don't even think about me. I serve. Marriage is about trying to outserve each other. Genuinely. No, no, I got that. Let me get you with this. Because listen, my wife ain't going to blossom if I'm so rough. She ain't going to blossom if I don't serve. I got to have the right perspective about marriage. What does the word of God say about marriage? Because there is a way to see everything and God holds the greatest point of view Mm -hmm. about everything you view in life. That's important as well, because... um a lot of people and we're talking about, you know, purpose and we're talking about, you know, what God has for you as far as like, the gifts and talents that he's giving you, what your ministry is or whatever it may be. But also included in your purpose and really the most important purpose that you're going to have uh, in marriage is to your spouse. As a man, it's right. to cover your wife and water her with the word. And be the head of the household and, and, and guide her and lead her um, and be her protection and her provider. So, like, that's your number one purpose. If you don't have the correct perspective, if you don't know what the Bible says about how you're supposed to treat your life, uh, your wife and how you're supposed to love her as Christ loved the church. That's that's an incredible burden right there to love your wife the way Christ loved the church. But if you don't have that perspective, if you, you know, if you looking at the music videos and R&B songs and stuff that they have out here today, the way that they demean and talk about women, if that's your perspective, you're not ready. You need to stay single. You need to get in the word and find out what the Bible talks about, what a man needs to provide for his family. You need to get into Proverbs 31. If you're a female, find out what the Bible says about what a wife does. If you're caught up in, if your perspective is that of, you know, the feminist movement, and, you know, you, you, you feel like the woman can do anything that the man can do. Hey, you might be able to. But is that what God, you know, designed the woman to do? You know, how can you best serve your family <clears throat> according to what the Bible talks about? So got to have that. And it's real, man. You got to have the right perspective, man, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You say out of the heart flows the issues of life. How you st- the Bible says if the eye is dark, you notice the word says eye. It didn't say eyes. It says if the eye is darkened, which means your perspective. That that third eye people talk about. That's your perspective. That's your that's your uh, keenness into what's really going on. If that is dark, if your perspective is dark, your whole body is dark. You no good to nobody. That's why you got to say, okay, God, how am I supposed to view everything? Because there's a purpose for everything. And your wife's purpose is not just to serve you without you serving her or vice versa. There's a purpose in the partnership and you have to have the right perspective in order for it to function well. Woo, we teaching y'all on today. <laughs> we getting y'all right. Some of y'all, y'all, we breaking up marriages right now. Sorry, not marriages. We breaking up relationships right now. <laughs> we don't want to break up Causing, causing, causing. But we also causing good dialogue mm. in marriages. Mm. Because I'm telling you, man, I want to see things the way God wants me to see them. Because if I see them the way he originally designed them to be seen, then I can't help but be successful with everything that I hold. That's right. 
I got a bunch of O's, bro. Oh, boy. Real quickly. Okay. Hey, man. P-U-R-P-O. Mm-hmm. O, be an original, man. Mm. Be an original. I like it. God don't make no copies. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be originals. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know what that means? Fearfully means you was made full of fear, full of reverence. That when God looked at you, he says, I respect what I'm making you to be. I, I got so much respect for you that 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 the way I, I'm taking my time making you because I got so much respect for what I'm depositing you. And he says, you're wonderfully made. You're made with unique wonder, meaning like you're supposed to, when people come to your life, they should be in awe of you because you're different. You're an original. Listen, man. Your wife, your husband, your purpose, anything beyond your point as a single man, a single woman needs you to be you. Right. It needs you to be you. My sons, my daughters, my wife's my whoa, my wife. (laughs) Whoa. My wife, every person that I'm supposed to be connected, they need me to be me. I'm so man, if you're not comfortable in your own skin, man, you ain't gonna win, yo. Uh -uh. You gotta love you. Not overly. Now, you don't want to be like those dudes that be in the basketball court. They be writing their names all big and they suck at basketball, but they got such crazy confidence in their game. No, not those kind of people. <laughs> you just got to have the right level of confidence in yourself that still leans towards you still being dependent on God, right? right. For your identity, for your worth and value. But man, being original. You have to. Don't, be a, don't sacrifice yourself to settle for someone else. Because you're only going to be a prisoner inside of yourself. And the real you is in a jail cell in your own heart, screaming to become itself. And that's the difference. Between, so being original. Go ahead, And that's BD. the difference between being in a relationship and being married. That's why you might want to stay single. Because if you're trying to, if your relationship is based off of the premise of you being uh, someone that you're not, you're actually not. Like if you're just trying to be what you think, you know, she wants you to be or you think. That's what the you know opposite sex is desiring. That's gonna run out when you get married. Yeah, you can't stay turned on twenty four seven, three sixty five. Like eventually, you're gonna be tired of uh, putting up that front. So you got to be an original. You got to know who you are. Be confident in who you are. Be confident in what your purpose is and what your calling is. Know who you are, and be that. And if you can't, and it's okay to be that. It is. If she's not cool with who that is, then she's not the one. He's not the one. Keep stay single till you find the person who is completely comfortable, and you can be exactly who you are. You can be original. You can be unique. The unique, original, dope person that God wants you to be, and y'all can accomplish y'all's goals and y'all purpose together. Listen, not everybody has the grace for you. And that's okay. Facts. Listen, I, I only want to be with somebody that has the grace for me that can put up with me. Because mm. listen, we're all a handful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you keep putting up this front, she's like, oh, I got the grace for the front part of right. you. But what about the back part of exactly. you? Exactly. What about the side part right. of you? I, you sold me on. I've been dating the front version of you for all these years. And now you got, oh, no, 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 no. You better just be yourself all the time and say, is this what you really want? Put the facades down. Be yourself. Put your best foot forward, but make sure that's your make sure that's your real that, that your best self is who you really are. Universally. 
And don't get me wrong, that's going to be some growing aspects of you. But that person, listen, if the person doesn't have the grace for you, they're not going to grind with you. Marriage is a grind. Grind. Absolutely. Purpose is a grind. It's grind. Like, I'm writing a book right now, and every time I write a book, it's a grind. Mm -hmm. It, it doesn't just happen overnight. I just, I don't want no ghostwriter. The only ghostwriter I have is the Holy Ghost. I want to, I want to write what he wants me to write. And it's a grind. It's a grind being a husband. And I'm sure it's a grind for my wife to be a wife. And if I don't have grace for her and she don't have grace for me because God has given us the right grace for each other, we ain't going to make it. Nope. So stay single until God brings the right person who has the grace for you so that y'all can grind to get oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that y'all can grind both ways right because listen that grind is important too you need yeah, that yeah, right yeah. so that's why you got to be in shape okay <laughs> fellas ladies you listen y'all can't be sitting here talking about sex life is popping and and, and and you can't and you can't last you can't endure oh. trials and tribulations you can't endure triumphs and joys mm-hmm you got to be in shape so the grind can last. <laughs> that's 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 for married people only. Married folk only. Yep. Married folks only. But the other side, your purpose is a grind too. And you got to make sure that she... <laughs> anyway, my next it's O... Not going anywhere good. Nah, yeah. <sighs> Listen, do you have something to offer? Mm. I said that earlier. What do you really have? Like, that's a question you have to ask yourself. Everybody that's crying out to God, God, I want somebody. God, I want to be promoted. God, I want. What do you have to offer that employer? What do you have to offer that woman? What do you have to offer that man? What do you have to offer that woman? Hey, what do you have to offer? We boasted that we have something to offer. But we ain't offered nothing but discounted items on clearance. What do you have to offer? Baby girl. What do you have to offer that six foot seven man? Fellas, what do you have to offer that woman that's been in the gym and she's got everything's right and tight? <laughs> what do you have to offer? What do you have to offer that lady who's who's about her purpose? What do you have to offer? Her? Wasted time? Huh? Don't don't talk about a dream. Don't offer her a dream. Not when you talk about marriage. If you're trying to offer Listen, a dream, stay single. Stay single. You gotta offer a woman a reality, fellas, and not a reality show. You because I'm I'm trying to we going somewhere. Follow me. No, this is what I've been doing for years. When my wife met me, I was already a published author. I was four books in, no three books in when we met each other. She knew what she was getting. I know you heard me on the radio. Mm -hmm. True. I know you saw me on the YouTube. True. True. I know you read my books in the bookstore. True. Well, off Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't at Barnes and Noble at the time. And that's all right. But she knew what she was getting. Right. Because I gave her real, like, hey, you're author? Yeah, here's books. You can feel it. Mm -hmm. You can go watch Angible. it. Nobody, no, we don't live in a world where you can have virtual reality of your brain so we can actually see your dream in VR. No, you got to give that woman a reality. And ladies, you got to give him a reality too. Are you able to help? Right. Oh, what are you, what are you going to help him with when he's going through a tough time? Are you a pillow or a rock when he lays on you? Mm. 
What what are you? Are you a nag? Do you nag all the time? Do you have no control of your emotions? No man want to deal with 50,000 emotions? We don't know what's going to be over top of your face. We don't know what emoji you're going to have when you wake up over your face. We don't know. Facts. You, you got you to gotta have control, man. And you got to say, you're right. I don't offer nothing in my restaurant but a glass of water. That's all you <laughs> offer. And it's tap water. At least if you're going to offer water, make sure it's alkaline. And that's okay if you ain't got Ma- nothing to offer yet. Just stay single. Just stay <laughs> single. You know, do the work. Build up your menu. You Build up your menu. Get in the word. Read some books. Get in the gym. <clears throat> so that you have something to offer somebody. <laughs> when you talk about marriage, we're not talking about relationships, y'all. We're talking about marriage. We're talking about capital M, bro. Have something to offer. Some kind of tangible skill. Some kind of, it, whether it's you cook good, uh, you, you, you know how to proofread. If he wants to write a book, you can proofread it for him. Like, what? If- and that's what my wife, my wife got a degree in English. Come on, something. yo. Something. And we got to understand, yo, that like offering matters, man. Like, like if you like, it's important for you to say, you know what? What is my offering? What am I supposed to give somebody else? You know, and it's okay to stay. It's don't be. I I don't want you to be. Let me tell you this. Talent BD is overrated. Mm. That's true. Everybody's given talent, but not everybody makes their talent skill. Right. Talent's overrated. <clears throat> but look, I'm talented. Look at me. No, no. Are you skilled? Right. What, what do you have in your repertoire that is a skill? Meaning that I can do this not till I... See, you got to do stuff not till you get it right. You got to do it till you can't get it wrong. You so good at that thing, it's rare that you get it wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to say, you know what? I have nothing to offer no man as far as cooking. I have nothing to offer my woman. And there's some men out there that handle. I want to make sure I clear this up from old episodes. Hey, not all ladies. When you get married, y'all determine y'all roles. But I bet you in a marriage where a woman doesn't have to cook, she ha- she knows how to cook if she needs to cook. Right. See what I'm saying? So don't be acting like, well, my husband take care of cooking. No, no. What if your husband arms fall off? That's true. What if your husband husbands fell ill for a week? Yep. Just because you don't have to do it, know how to do it. Right. Okay. Right. And vice versa. And that's key. And vice, vice versa. versa, man. Yeah. And don't get it twisted because I get busy in the kitchen. You know what I mean? I Ooh, just. Oh, I see. I, I see. Just hooked BD up with the brown sugar ribs. You know what I mean? Just hooked up a ribeye. So don't get it twisted Ooh. out here. We talk about. Oh. You know what I mean? Like we can hold it down hey. in the kitchen too. I can too. That don't and I don't. The, the best thing that I can. I'm just saying this. Don't be thinking like, oh, coach don't know how to make cereal. No, coach know how to get busy. Now it may be from the organic persuasion. <laughs> it may be lean, clean, and good for the spleen. Hey, that's the okay. That's the best way to do it. But ain't You know what I'm saying? I can cook a mean salmon. You know what I'm saying? I know how to cook my vegetables. I know how to roast them. I know how to. Ooh, my omelets be perfect. See, coach knows how to get busy. But I know how just just in case I have to. Right. My wife gets busy. She want to take that role. But as soon as my wife finished the meal, who's loading up the dishwasher? Who's cleaning up the kitchen? There we go. Marriage is about roles, man. And you got to be able to offer something. 
Okay? And my last OBD uh-huh. for purpose. Understand order. Uh-huh. Understand order. Okay. God is a God of order, yo. Uh-huh. Try to skip steps all you want to. You're going to find yourself right back at the step that you last stepped on correctly. Uh-huh. God's a God of order. That means establish patience. If if you get your life in order, watch God make orders for you. Get your life in order while you're single. Get it in order. Get that lust out of your life. Get that pride. Get your life in order. Order your steps in his word. I forgot the song. Listen. Listen. Thank God. I don't. Listen, man. The steps of a good man and a good woman are ordered by the Lord. But if you don't ask God to order your steps, if you don't want to go according to his order, understand order, yo. Understand protocol. Understand uh, when to be quiet, when to talk, when to when to do everything. Understand order is a timing for everything. I'm telling you, there's certain class, classy gentlemanship, uh, uh, lady things that that transcends time. Understand order, understand decency, understand modesty, understand politeness, be likable. Because you, listen, one thing about the good guys, when bad times come, we know how to be funny. Listen, I don't care what happens. I know how to make, listen, see, I don't know how BD's going, I don't know how BD handles tough times because I lived tough times. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? I know, I know, I've been in a situation where mom and I didn't, the lights weren't on for a couple of days. So I knew I know how to get a candle and get an Uno game on and popping like it ain't nothing. Draw four. You gotta make draw four. And, and listen, don't try to blow the light out now. You see that draw four? Don't blow. Don't blow that candle out. Draw four. Draw there four. Candle, right? Draw you four. Bam. Bam. Mm. Bam. Mm. Mm. Draw, draw that four. Yeah, the lights ain't on, but you drawing that four. Still gonna draw that four. Hey man, that's it for the for the O's. That's because we gotta we gotta get done. See, 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 coach gonna give you points. BD gonna give you points. <laughs> this is part one on why you should stay single. We got more coming. More okay? coming. S. Purpose helps you understand stewardship. <laughs> if you can't steward your own singleness, fellas. Mm. How are you going to steward a family? Mm. If you can't steward ten dollars, right? Why is God going to give? How's God going to give you a stack? Right. Stewardship is the steps that leads to true success. Mm-hmm. If you can take care of this level, right? Sooner, sooner than later, you on the next level, right? If you can't steward this life with no one, how are you going to? Because, man, if you don't understand money management, if you don't understand uh, uh, sexual organ management, if you don't understand mind management, if you don't understand emotional management, if you don't understand how to manage or steward these different things, stay single. Learn how to steward money. Learn how to steward your urges. Learn how to control yourself. Stewardship is the staircase. Uh Hey. That leads to true and sustaining success. And if you can't steward yourself in the single phase, 
then you can't fulfill your purpose. If you can't, you, you, you know, you might have, like, God's giving you a purpose, God's giving you a gift. If you uh, achieve everything that God wanted you to achieve, your gift has made room for you, you're successful, but you don't know how to manage money, somebody going, you know, you're going to get got. Somebody going to give you a bad contract. Somebody going to give you a big advance and you're going to blow it. Like, you, you're going to ruin God's purpose for you if you don't know how to steward you know, when you're single, when you're at this stage. So no, God's not going to take you to the next phase of not, God's not going to send the person that you're supposed to be married to. If he sees that you can't steward over what you have right now in your, in your singleness, you got to master that. You got to be a good steward of what you have now. That's real. Listen, it's hard for the devil to defeat a disciplined individual. It is hard for the devil and his system to defeat a disciplined individual. You have to be universally disciplined, holistically disciplined. That's not easy. <clears throat> Man, it, I, don't, I can't even remember the last time that I had the two for two, 22 honey buns. I pass 7-Elevens all the time. I pass my quick trips all the time. And I say no, <laughs> because because I don't like waking up middle of the night. Catching my breath and snoring. Like, since I lost a lot of weight, I don't even snore no more. My wife tells me. You see what I'm saying? Like, like when you've when you been near deadly things, things that are just no good for you, you feel like death, uh -huh. you fight for life. And you gotta have desired outcomes for your life. What do you what do you desire to be the outcomes? For your 30s, 40s, 50s, because as long as you're alive, you're going to be in your 30s. You're going to be in your 40s. You're going to be in your 50s. And at least when you get there, you shouting, hey, <laughs> every June 29th, I'm shouting. Because I get royalty. I'm so glad that Josh was focused in his 20s. And when I'm 40, I'm going to be glad at what me and BD are doing right now. Because we're stewarding our gifts. We're stewarding our time. We're stewarding our, 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 our youth while we have it. Because there's going to come a time where we cannot do what we do now. We'll still be healthy. Right. But we won't, we're not going to be able to just be hooping for five hours every day. I can't do that now. But at least... I can I can be wealthy. Anyway, E, and it's the last one for this segment. Mm. Knowing your purpose mm -hmm. helps you know what to eliminate. Mm. Good. If you can't say no to stuff, you're not ready. Mm -hmm. Stay single. If you can't say no, and you always saying yes, you can't eliminate those internal urges and external. Uh, um, uh, uh, pressures. Stay single. You're not ready. Stay single. Because listen, when you get married, let me to put you on game, fellas and ladies. When you get married, all the attractive women, all the attractive men, don't disappear. Oh. And if you can't help, if you can't hold your lust, if you don't know how to get rid of your lust in your singleness, your eyes are going to linger when you marry. What you practice in your single life, you will perform in your married life. No questions asked. Ain't no magic wand. Once you kiss Ain't the bride, all the urgent, like all that stuff is still there, bro. Still it's there. Still if there. you don't deal with it now, she's going to have to deal with the consequence of it later. You don't want her walking in on you and you, oh, oh. oh. You don't want him. Oh, <laughs> oh. It's too late then. 
And that was a wasted, you know what? <laughs> so it's too late. Now you ain't got caught. Now she got to compete with the women on the screen. Your wife should never compete with any other woman. And you take care of that right now. No other man should have to deal with the daddy issues or has to deal with what your ex did. If you still got daddy issues, if you still got ex issues, stay single. If you still got lust issues and you can't control your reproductive organ, stay stay single. single. Until that thing is eliminated. And we we don't we're not talking about, oh, it has a little life. No, it's eliminated. <laughs> and you have systems in place that because you're human, right? You know what I'm saying? You we're not sitting there saying that you're gonna be perfect. We just know you have systems in place to ensure that you don't cause no collateral damage or unnecessary issues going forward. That means you gotta get your traps and your neck solid. Uh-huh. And when a woman walks by, you be like, it ain't worth it. Mm. Because you know your wife looking at you, and you looking at her, she going to be like, that's my man. Because <laughs> your wife knows what passed you. Every wife know what passed her husband. Yep. She going to be like, uh-oh, here come Big Booty Judy. Start practicing now. When you're in the Start mall. Start practicing now. Get in the mirror. Be like, okay, here we go. If Big Booty Judy comes to my right, look left. Look left. You can go to the mall right it's- now. Go to the mall and practice. I, if, a, if a girl walks by and she's in some booty shorts, you know that's not the one. That's not the so one. So you don't, don't even need to bother looking. Just. Don't even bother mm. looking because if she's showing everybody in the mall her goods, yeah. there ain't going to be no goods for exactly. you. That's not the one for you. So practice right there. Don't even look back. Don't look back. Keep your neck straight. Okay. Mm. Get them get them shoulder muscles. That's, see, that's why you got to go to the gym. You got to work out. Get the shoulders. Yeah, you got to work out. And straightforward. Practice now. Practice now so that you can have a great life with your wife later. And ladies, listen, man. You got to get that daddy issues out of your life. Some of y'all's toughness is because y'all got daddy issues. Some of that fake toughness, that fake strength is because you got daddy issues and you still worrying about what Jerome is doing with his life. If you still got ex issues or daddy, we're not talking about, we're not, there's, there's a strength that women have that's right. We're talking about ex, excessive strength. Right. We're not talking about the strength that y'all women have, especially when y'all sick. Mm. Y'all know how to multitask like nobody else. God bless you. There's a strength that God has given you that's godly and that's strong. Y'all are strong. Absolutely. But that extra stuff, come on, man. Right. Come on, man. Get rid of that deep-rooted stuff, both men and women. Those insecurities that's causing you to be in excess, to give off excess, excess, extra stuff. Eliminate that stuff out of your heart. Turn the valve. Let that stuff get out of your heart and mind so that God can bring you the right person. P-U-R-P-O-S-E. These points right here will let you know that you need to stay single. Absolutely. That is the main takeaway. If you have not found your purpose, if you don't know what your purpose is, if you have not started working on your purpose, just stay single until you do. It's that simple. It's that simple. All right. We're going to keep it moving. We're going to talk about something almost as important. 
at the conversation we just had. It's a debate that has raged on for years. I don't know why it's a debate, but it's a debate. Talking about a breakfast delicacy that is... I would go as far as almost to say, call it the backbone of breakfasts. Because it's the palate on which the various, you know, colors and, and flavors of the breakfast meal are painted upon. We're talking about grits. Now you have a faction of people who will say that grits, you should put sugar in grits. And then you have another segment of people that will say that you will put salt, pepper, and butter, and that is all. Joshua Ezzi, what say you? Do you put salt in your grits, or do you put salt, pepper, uh, and butter? I put the um, the pink Himalayan salt. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I expected anything else, but pink Himalayan uh, salt. The I mean, that's, it's salt the only proper thing that you could put on grits is pink, pink salt, Himalayan salt. Pepper, organic cream, butter. Man, I don't know what y'all do for breakfast for y'all that do sugar in y'all's grits. That's all you get. That's all you left with is porridge. If you're going to put sugar in grits, just eat just oatmeal. Get some oatmeal. Get some oatmeal or get a bowl of Captain Crunch, why don't you? Yeah. Get some Captain Crunch. I can't have two sweets. Do you, like, and y'all have the audacity to look at us crazy because we put salt butter, pepper, cheese, and our grits. You see what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, have y'all even... See, Brandon painted a vivid picture about grits. Mm. He said it's the backbone. It's the palate by which everything rests. Mm. What are you doing with your liver mush? What are you doing with your eggs? What are you... Do you do you understand the, the, the responsibility you have with your bacon to be able to say, I'm going to take my time. Just, just a Listen, I'm just going to take my time. Just pieces everywhere. And then you stir it. And then, oh, the greatest of these is when the liver mush is in the grits. Oh. You can't do that with grits with sugar. Sugar? What are you supposed to do with the liver mush if you've got sugar in your grits? That's just an unholy concoction that I can't even begin to to, 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 to describe. Are y'all the three little y'all y'all the three bears? Is this porridge y'all eating? That's what it is. What? That's porridge. That's what that is. You're eating porridge. Don't call it grits. Don't call it grits. Don't call it grits. It's porridge. It's porridge. Cream of wheat. Go get some cream of wheat. Cream of wheat. There you go. But when y'all come down to the south, y'all put some respect on our grits. Don't, 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 don't disrespect. And y'all have the, and y'all have the nerve to look at us crazy. Y'all do that in y'all grits. Y'all, y'all crazy. Putting sugar in grits. Is that an up north? Oh, huh? that must be like an up north thing. It has to be. Man, when I used to walk downstairs and my mom had that big pot of grits on the stove, I knew it was a good breakfast. You now, you knew it was a good you see, you knew it was a good breakfast when one of these two items are the foundational pieces. Mm-hmm. 
when you come downstairs there to come downstairs mm-hmm. and you see those pancakes mm-hmm. it's a good breakfast because my breakfast my style of breakfast breakfast i don't really like my grits and pancakes in the same breakfast that's too much carbs mm-hmm. No. That's too much. I, either one or the other. Right. <clears throat> either we're going to have a, a pancake-based breakfast right. or a grits-based breakfast. Those are the two. Those are the two. But either way, I'm pleased. Either way, I know it's going to be a good breakfast. But y'all go downstairs. <laughs> sugar in your grits. That's all y'all have for breakfast. You might as well just eat cereal. Exactly. Just get a bowl of cereal. Ah, man. It's got to be regional. Bruh, it's a regional thing, but at the end of the day, there's no comparison. I'm like, there's nothing you can do to make me try it. I'm not trying that. <laughs> and, now, if you want me to try y'all's northern version of porridge, I'll try it. Sure. If you want me to try your oatmeal, I'll try it. But if you say, here's some grits, Mm-mm. and if I taste those grits and the sugar in them, you might get slapped in your face if you're a male. You may get punched in your face. Or if you're a lady, you're going to get the most disrespectful, appalled look from me. You're not to be trusted. If you're going to give me grits, listen, man. Let me know what you're giving me. Because if I'm thinking it's grits, I'm grabbing the liver mush. I'm grabbing the bacon. Right. I'm grabbing it. And then I, and I don't got time to taste my grits yet because the grits ain't ready. Mm-mm. So if you pull me a bowl of grits, I'm I'm immediately getting my Himalayan pink salt. Get a couple of twists. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. Right? Get my pepper. Couple of twists. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. Get me a thing of butter. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. Grab my meats. Grab my liver mush. Grab my bacon. Stir it. And if I taste sweetness in my grits after I done wasted my eggs, I done wasted my liver mush and y'all sweet grits... We got problems. Not friends yo. no more. We not friends, bruh, because you should have told me, bruh. No, don't get the don't get the bacon, Josh. No, no, no it's no. Cr- no. I oh, lied. Oh, these oh. are really great. Well, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm gonna be looking for Ashton Kutcher. Y'all trying to punk me, bruh? <laughs> y'all trying to play me up in y'all here? Y'all trying to make me lose what? my y'all trying to make me lose my preacher's license up in here? <laughs> Where's the cameras, yo? Nah, nah, fam. You giving me this 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 substance here, and you trying to call this grits? Nah, if you gonna give me some sweet, you know, the, 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 the oat based substance or corn based substance, okay? You need to call it for what it is. Don't call it grits. Call, call it porridge. Call man. it porridge. Call it cream of wheat. Call it oatmeal. Whatever you want to call it. Don't call it grits. Don't call it grits, man. If you put sugar, but come down to the south, we'll change your life. We will. If I make a bowl of hot steaming grits and I put that butter in there oh, and, you should, uh, and, and, and just you let it just pool. disperse and pool within pockets within the within the grits. Okay. The butter's doing this. I get some kosher salt and I you get some fresh ground pepper. And you get just a little bit of cheese in there. Just a no, not a lot. Not because you mess your grits up with too much cheese. You don't want to overpower it, but just a little bit of cheese in there. Just a little bit, just a little bit. And you eat that, and you tell me that you would rather have some sugar grits? I'm going to have to tell you to go back to where you came from. Go back up north. I'd rather be in the Confederate States with my grits. Wow. 
Listen, <clears throat> let me tell y'all something, man. Y'all ain't had no now. Someone, if some, like, if someone, if, if someone made you grit grits and it was bad, I understand. If your first experience with grits was full of lumps, I apologize. I apologize on behalf doing. of the people that said they didn't know what they was doing. Go find somebody <clears throat> with some of this. <laughs> find somebody with some of that, mm-hmm. right? Because they know exactly how to stir it. They know how to. They you gotta know. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta eat grits from someone that that's instinctively know when the grits are done. Mm. Grits is not easy. If that's one of your first things you making, and you trying to give your man a big bowl of grits, you trying to make your lady a nice, nice breakfast. Uh-huh. And you never made grits before? Don't do grits. Don't do grits. Because you're going to be lumpy. It's going to be chewy. And that's not what you want. Or runny. And just stay single also. Yes. Stay stay single. (laughs) Just stay single. Stay single until your grits is right. (laughs) Because I'm telling you, man, grits can hold you. If you can't make good oatmeal or make good grits or make good pancakes, listen, if you really want to sustain a family, you got to be exceptional with your breakfast. Mm, because breakfast, hey, breakfast come through in the struggle. The struggle. Grits is about a good 97 cents, $1.29, maybe two twenty nine from uh, Whole Foods. The storms okay? of life will come. Ooh. And when they do, breakfast breakfast stand man see when 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 it's because it's there's gonna be treading seasons are gonna come and hit your marriage mm. you're gonna have to tread that's right and breakfast i can have breakfast every day during treading season three times a day three times a day give me about two of it listen that's when i get uh, see when it's treading season uh-huh. i come off my bougie platform <laughs> See, I don't see. I'll stay up here when the when the money train is good, and me and my wife are good. I'm talking about when it's coming to like we got goals and we trying to do something. Right. I come off my pedestal. I come down a couple of notches. Hey, yo, babe, grab that liver mush. Right. She looks at me like, yeah, yeah, get the liver mush. Get the liver mush. We 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 focus now. Right. We going through a trading season. Go get. Listen, we don't, we don't got to get their organic grass fed eggs. All right. Get that twenty. Get that thirty six count. Get right. Thirty six count. Come on. Get that 36 count because we're going to make this last. I'm not doing no egg whites. My cholesterol is going to be up during this season, baby girl. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because we're not going to do no, we're not going to bottle egg white cards because right. I can't, when it's trading season, you can't waste no yolk. Go get the two pound bag of grits. Go get that, that big one Go on the two. bottom. I got you. Yeah. Go ahead. I care. I put in the buggy for day. Boom. That two pound grits. Get two of those because we, we got a winner's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Go get, go get Aunt Jemima. We don't got to get that real maple syrup. Go get Aunt Jemima. Matter of fact, go get the great value. Get the go get the great value because it's still just as sweet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go, go, go get that liver mush. Go get that bacon. Go get me no, no. Listen, we get, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna ride this wave. Mm-hmm. Go get the light. If break. you can't make a good breakfast when storms of life come, y'all both gonna sink. Facts. Don't try to get all bougie looking at tasties on Instagram. Trying to make 21 meals under five. No. There ain't going to be no under five dollars. No, it ain't going to be under five minutes either when you're treading. You got to know how to say, hey, you know what? Breakfast is the one meal you can eat good anytime. Satisfying. It makes it satisfying. It makes going through a tough season as if you're not going through a tough season. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> listen, listen. Make a big pot. That's, that's how. Think about how your grandmothers and them got made it through. Think about how our parents made it through. 
I used to be like, my mom get that big silver pot. Ooh. I know we treading. That that thing got about good five pounds of grits in there. Mm. And you eating that's breakfast, that's lunch, and that's dinner. You don't be mad though. You don't be mad because mama know how to make them grits good. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you learn anything from us today on the Good Guys Podcast, stay single until you get your breakfast right. Mm. Okay? Absolutely. It ain't nothing worse than coming down the stairs and saliva down your beard and you hungry. <laughs> and you get you bite into that grits is a big chunk that wasn't smoothed out. Uncooked she, grits. She get the grits still dry grit. and uncooked. Your grits over there are still runny. Oh. Ain't nothing worse than thick, hard grits and runny grits. Nothing worse. Grits so tough and hard, you about to choke. You and grits is still cheap enough for you to test it out. Right. Grits, grits is cheap enough to, to do to, to, when nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. Bring your auntie, bring your mom over. Be like, Mom, I really like Tommy. But mom, it's time. I have to learn how to make grits. We've said it before here and on the Good Guys Podcast. You said what, BD? Said we've said it before here on the Good Guys Podcast. All right. If there's something that you don't know how to cook, you got an auntie. You've got a grandma. You've got somebody somewhere in your family who's got that little bit of arm fat. That if you flick it just like this, it's going to jiggle. It's going to jiggle. They know. How to make whatever dish it is. And that's where you and should start. Look, breakfast. That's where you should get start. Get your breakfast down. Breakfast. That's that's the basic fundamentals. And that'll carry you through tough times and storms <clears> in your marriage. Get the breakfast down. Get the breakfast, man, lady or gentleman. Fellas, it's good. Because listen, you got to know when to, you got to know the bubble ratio to the point of flipping your pancakes. Yes. You gotta, you got, it's an art to get those edges crusty. Learn the art. Now, if you haven't got there, because listen, if your pancakes are fluffy, let them be fluffy. It's okay. That's right. But when you get that cast iron brought down to you, that's the next level. Ooh, you let that butter just, mm-hmm. uh uh-uh, uh, the walls. We're gonna make a wall around this. Mm-hmm. And it's, you, listen, get you, listen, it's okay. If for, for rookies, Start off with a good non-stick pan. It's okay. That's right. That's safe. The cast iron, that's the elite See, level. That's, mm-hmm. that's master class. That's master's class. Get you a non-stick. Start there. Get yourself to the cast iron. But for you to put sugar in your grits, it's just disrespectful. Sugar in grits. One ingredient in your grits. I can't comprehend that. One ingredient in your grits? It's disrespectful, man. It's disrespectful. And we ain't even got to the hash browns. Mm-hmm. We ain't even got to... We'll talk about that on another episode. On, on what's the best breakfast. Mm-hmm. How to partner them together. What goes with the pancakes? What goes with the grits exclusively? That's right. There are certain things that go with both. You just got to know. You got to know. Oh, if you could. Oh, elite hash browns. Elite. We're not talking about the hash browns that's frozen. <laughs> we talking about getting that little shredder Ooh. thing at the potato. B- BD, you didn't know I knew oh. about that? Oh, Jay. Come on now. 
I had a praying mother. I had a praying mother. I had a cooking grandmother and a cooking mother. Hey, uh, I don't think I know any Christian alive who has not heard that Helen Baylor. <laughs> oh, man, that was the longest intro right. of all times, bro. I'm like, man, I- I'm halfway to school by the time she started singing. <laughs> I was like, grandmother. But when she got to that part, you was like, oh, I felt that. She hey. knew enough to call on the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. <laughs> Woo! We got to play that, BD. We got to find that video because I think she got a video. Oh, that thing used to slap. That thing used to slap when she got when she finally got to that part. Right. <laughs> Man, that intro was at least four and a half minutes I'm long. Tell you. That thing was longer than some of Benny Hinn's songs. Man. Benny Hinn's tracks was like 12 minutes per track. <laughs> I used to hate the Benny, man. <laughs> man, my mom used to love Benny Hinn worship. With uh, What's his name? Uh, The black guy. The big the big black guy used to sing with him. Yeah, man. Uh, come on, mom. <laughs> I'm like, we're not getting healed off this. <laughs> mom, I've been sick for two days. Stop playing Benny. It ain't going to work, okay? <laughs> Golly, I'm like... Man, like I'm tired of no 808s, no, no, no nothing. Ain't nothing but just horns Come and, on, and Benny. strings. Give me some hits, Come Benny. On, Benny, give me give me some dun 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 Give me some the hook, Benny. <laughs> the anointing. I'm like, bruh. If you don't put your jacket on and get somebody behind these drums <laughs> and give me some dun 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 give me some stone. Give me do you want a revolution? Whoop whoop. Give me some of that, Benny. Benny won't give you none of that, man. Benny won't give you. He said Benny was like, look, man, I'm gonna keep y'all in the trance with these slow jams. Right. Benny was giving the slow jams, man. I'm like, Benny, bruh. It was like Benny versus uh, Carlton Pearson back when we was growing up. That's all we listened to was Benny Hinn, Carlton Pearson, Man, I, Shirley Caesar. Hey, Shirley was straight. The Shirley, huh? Shirley was a. I don't know. I'm mad at Shirley. Shirley used to get it. No, Shirley was great. I didn't mind, but I was like, "Thank you, mom." Right. I'd rather listen to Shirley. Right. But I'm like, my mom be going, my mom will wear out that Benny Hinn tape back in the day. Bro, like I remember, we used to come home from school. And, like, my parents would make us pray for, like, 10 minutes before we did anything else. And we would have to, like, kneel and pray or whatever. And she'll turn on that darn Benny. Man, I'd be gone. I'd be fine. So <laughs> I'm gone. Man, see, y'all got to count y'all blessings. Y'all got Tasha Cobbs now. Right. Y'all got Elevation. Y'all got Hillsong. Man, we have Y'all got hits. Back in our day, no. it was Benny, Carlton Pearson, Shirley Caesar, the Clark sisters. We was 13, 14 when Fred and Kirk was popping. Man, it was but when we was kids, we had nothing. Just Benny. Right now, y'all got Spotify, Apple Music. Y'all can go and find y'all worship. We was forced to worship. We had to listen to the tape. The tape was all you had. So if that's the side tape. Side A, side B. That's it. Now, uh, I, I got it, Mom. I got the Spotify worship playlist, contemporary worship. <laughs> You're good to go. Man, it took me a while to worship God, bro. I was like, God, I can't worship you like right. this. I, I don't know why, God. I love you. I promise I do, but I keep falling I, asleep. I don't know. See, parents, listen. This don't why, why y'all was so mad at us? 
That was y'all's worship. That was the gener- that was the worship of y'all's generation. Right. How many pinches and slaps did I get because I didn't tap in? I can't <laughs> tap into this. <clears throat> I can't enter in on this. Uh, <laughs> Mama, this don't do nothing for me. I ain't made it over yet. I haven't gone through the valleys. <laughs> I know, right? Now, now give me some worship that tailored that's tailored to me. Right. Hey, it don't matter if you got high waters on. God's gonna bring you through. Give me something like that, <laughs> that gets me through bullying. Okay? <laughs> gets me through gets me through my life. I know you're going to school right now, and I know you've got them uh, Air Max Spaldings on, but I'm, I'm here to tell you that if the Lord can see you through, I'll hey, <laughs> be praising. I receive it, Lord. I One day I'm going to get about these Spaldings and these Rawlings, and I'm going to get some Nikes off. Lord, I'll no longer have to pay less anymore, Lord. I can pay much <laughs> to who much is given. Hey. There we, we need kids' worship, you know? We need kids. Oh. <gasps> Let's do it. BD. Yo. <laughs> kids worship. I bet you if we create kids worship. Now, not that kids bop. <clears throat> kids worship. Mm. Oh, a revel. Uh, but it could uh, be uh, like reference. kids bop, though. It could be. It could be like kids Because you know how they, you know, they do like the popular songs, but they change the words to make it more suitable for kids. So we could change the words to the to the worship songs. Come on. And let's make it tailored to communities. Oceans don't mean nothing to me as a kid if I never been to the beach. I can't even go to the pool. I don't know how to swim. I don't know how to swim. Oceans don't Give mean me nothing a, to me. The oceans don't mean nothing to me. I ain't been to no beach. Give me something that's like, look, man. The light the lights will be on soon, son. <laughs> I, okay. Give me something that's going to give me something to look, Lord. I know it's darkness all around me because the light bill they do. But you paid the bill for me, Lord, to be a light. Come on. Boy. Kids worship, bro. That's why we could enter in as kids, man. Out of the darkness. <laughs> Keep going, Petey. <laughs> I'm in the car with my mom going to Duke Power. <laughs> Dropping that thing off before 5 p.m. Bro, that's, that's real worship. I've been there. <laughs> Mama, where are we going? Are we going to the store? No, baby. We got to get this building before, <laughs> before the thing Out do. Out of the darkness. <laughs> I love you, Lord. <laughs> I love the Lord. Man, and then when the lights come on as a kid, I'm entering in. Boy. Because I saw him come through. Man, that's the reason why we didn't tap in when we was younger, bro. That worship wasn't for us, man. Y'all was crying because God made it over for you. God came through for y'all. I need God to come through for me in these school hallways. I need God to come through and at least give me some jump, mans. I need God to come through to help me navigate bullying and being called all kinds of names. There you go. Something to think about. Y'all lucky I can't sing because I boy, I have an album out by next month. <laughs> next month. Because y'all know I'm Mr. Consistent. I'm Mr. Work Ethic. I'm Slim Rev. Slim Rev would get to it. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was over with. Nope. I'm Slim Rev. What? BD going to start sending me uh, food in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> get that weight up. Tired of him calling. Let's get that weight get back that up. Get that weight up. <laughs> All right.
We're going to keep it moving. And we're going to talk about something that's interesting to me because I, I, I had suggested originally that we would do our top five dipping sauces. And I came across a revelation about you, Joshua Ezzy, that I never, I guess, I, I never really noticed over our many years of friendship. Now, I know that we've gone to get, you know, burgers before, and I know you just get the burgers with the, just the meat and the cheese. Always thought it was... Occasional, occasional caramelized onions. Okay. Occasional. Okay. Chili, occasionally. Okay. Always thought that was kind of weird, but I just, you know, right? meat and cheese, the some burgers are good that way, you know? Um, I know you have a particular disdain for mayonnaise, okay? Weird, but some people... That ain't weird, man. That's real, bro. Okay. Sure. Don't try me, bro. But as I suggested the topic of our top five dipping sauces, you made me aware of the fact that you don't eat sauces. You don't use sauce. Nope. I got the sauce. No, you don't have the sauce. You don't use sauce at all. Oh. And I'm just kind of like, I, I just feel like this is something that I need to explore more. I think it's like, what is... What is life without sauce? Like, I'm trying to, like, what do you do when you go to, to like, Chick-fil-A? Like, what do you do when you, like, how do you not eat sauce? Use sauces. Bro, man, listen, man. When it comes to sauces, they're overrated, bro. Some of them, some some of these restaurants, see, bro, it's probably because I went through my, I'm in my bougie phase. These sauces, bro. Like the 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 Polynesian sauce, like the Polynesian sauce is not good. Well, tread carefully. It's not tread carefully, Josh. I grew, because you're talking listen, about Chick Fil A right now. I grew up in an era of sweet and sour. That's what Polynesian is. No, that Polynesian sauce is not sweet. It don't even. <clears throat> I'm like, bro, what kind of tanginess? What kind of what kind of sauce is this? Delicious sauce is what it is. And, <clears throat> and the thing about it is, it's that thin. Now, you know what kind of eater I am, BD. If I'm going to get sauce at restaurants, it's got to be deep dip. And I think that's the real reason why I don't mess with sauces, because I'm the driver in most situations. So when I'm driving, everybody else enjoying their sauces. Everybody enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like the dip. Like, bruh, if I, I, listen, now, I don't mind a good sauce if it's a good sauce. But honestly, bro, I'm not really a tender fan. The Now, the place where I will dip sauces at, mm-hmm. who has great barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. you didn't notice about me? Publix. Okay. Publix barbecue sauce because it's a deep dip. What does that have to do? Until they start... But I don't like sauces all the time. I just think... so. I got to be in the mood for my sauces, bro. Why? Why do you have to be in the mood for sauce? Because sauces don't... Like, there's no need sometimes, bro. Sometimes you just want the tender. Sometimes you just want... just, just, Just the tender as it is. So you don't like and Chick Fil A Chick Fil A sauces are just not good. Oh. It's overrated. Y'all just oh yeah, yes. Chick Fil A sauces are overrated. So okay, the- y'all just doing that because that's what that's that's what's common in the culture now. 
Y'all know good and well Chick-fil-A sauces are not good. Y'all just do it because it's cool. Y'all know good and well Starbucks items are not as good as your local coffee shops. But because it's cool, y'all act like it's good. When if y'all really got some real good bougie sauces, you would know the difference. I can't speak for Starbucks, but... Chick-fil-A sauces are amazing. Chick-fil-A barbecue sauce? Polynesian? Have you had the sweet uh, chipotle sauce that they have now? Let's see. Nah, bro. I'll try. Listen, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do for you guys? All of y'all that's in the comments, go ahead and delete that message. Write Don't the message. Un- no. This needs to be I'm, addressed. Listen, this is what I'm going to do. Next podcast. Yes. I will go. Yes. L, we record. We record on Sundays, so we're going to record on the day when Chick Fil A is open. No, we're recording on Friday. Okay, and I will get me two four pieces. Yes. And I'm going to get their sauces, and I'm going to taste test them here. Every live. single sauce, get one of each. No, because I no, I'm get. I'm only going to stick with the stuff that's good. I don't do with that. What other sauce they have? What other sauce does okay. Chick Fil A have? You have to get barbecue. Oh, of course. Get honey mustard. No, I don't, I don't like honey mustard. Why? How do you honey mustard? No. What do you mean no? Have They're you not had... supposed to go to? I don't like mustard. Period. So therefore, anything that you add into addition with mustard, I'm not gonna like. What's wrong with mustard? Why do you not? Why mustard is nasty, bro. But have you had have you had honey mustard before? Yes, I've had plenty of honey mustard. People, my mom, everybody looked at me like I was diseased, <laughs> like I was a leopard. <laughs> Everybody looking at me like I'm a leopard, like I'm crazy. No, I don't want no mayonnaise. I don't want no honey mustard because I care about my sauces. I care (laughs) about my food. I care. I don't just try stuff because everybody wants me to. No, I have anointed, (laughs) set-apart, holy taste buds. I'm sorry I eat like Christ. I'm sorry that my taste buds are from the divine nature of God. (laughs) Barbecue, okay. you got to get Polynesian. Barbecue and Polynesian are the only two. I may try that. What's that sweet, Chipotle thing? Sweet Chipotle, yes. Get that. I'll try Sweet Chipotle. Now, Sweet Chipotle, I had Sweet Chipotle wings from Publix. Mm. Now, see, see, bro, come on. I do sauces, but I do them, I do them classy. Wow. I do them when it's supposed to be done. See, what y'all problem is, y'all do sauces everywhere you go, every time you go there. Like, no, sauces is supposed to be a luxury item. What do you do with it's supposed What do you do with the fries? I just eat my fries, bro. I don't need No 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 BD before you judge me, bro. I don't do ketchup with my fries. Because you gotta understand. When I was a child, I had to eat like a child because I didn't have adult money or an adult vehicle. So I was forced to eat ketchup with my fries. Mm -hmm. I only do fries two kind of ways, BD. Mm -hmm. Chili cheese fries? Mm -hmm. Or the garlic herb fries from Whole Foods? The garlic and herb fries, the Mediterranean style? I'll do those. I'll do the chili cheese fries. I'll do those. But when it comes to those just fries and ketchup, no. I'm not even on ketchup. Why do from- ketchup when I got chili and cheese? Why do ketchup when I can get the onions, uh, the uh, garlic and herb? Okay. 
I'm not even on ketchup with Chick-fil-A. I don't dip my Chick-fil-A fries in ketchup. I dip them in barbecue sauce. No! Yes! Fries and barbecues. What should, what, what does light have to do with darkness, <laughs> BD? What does light have to do with darkness, BD? Bruh, next week. Fries get, with, ket- with, with barbecue sauce? you get sauce? your tenders and you get these sauces, I want you to get a small fry. Okay? Dip the fry in the barbecue sauce and I want you to eat it. And I want you to tell me what you think because I'm sorry. No. You, you can't just have completely different taste buds from the rest of us. It has to taste good. It just does. It tastes good. There's the same guy that dipped his fries in Frosty. And it's delicious. No, it's not. Yes. But that one, now, that one is now, more. Now, 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 let me tell you something. Oh, man. Chick-fil-A, hear me closely, Chick-fil-A. Don't, Y'all should do this. Don't be disrespectful. Y'all should do a Southwest chicken chili. No, a Southwest chicken cheese fry. What? Because they don't do beef. So they can't do chili. Okay. If they do like a chicken, ooh, because those fries would be good for chili. Like, like those fries are like nachos. <clears throat> they would be good. They're big enough and they're 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 good enough to have like 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 a, a loaded like loaded Chick Fil A. Ooh, <laughs> come on, BD. You mean to tell me that if Chick Fil A came with some kind of loaded fries? Loaded come on, now y'all though? talking, bro. Huh? Loaded with what though? Uh, you could do like a Southwest version. You can do like a chicken chili cheese version. So much you can do. Yeah. Now you can't tell me that you would uh, get get you a big. You know, like those uh uh restaurants that have that big red and white bowl looking concoction thing, and you have layers a layer of Chick Fil A fries. And then whatever you want to load it on top of that, and then another layer of fries and load it on top of that. Come on, BD. Tell me that ain't good. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it sounds like a stomachache waiting to happen. But why have why have sauces when I when I can have toppings? So you don't eat hot sauce. I don't like hot sauce, bro. I don't put hot sauce on nothing. Only time I like uh, mild sauces is on my wings. Buffalo wing, like buffalo wings. Oh, I love those. That sauce. But I'm not gonna be putting. I'm not gonna put a hot sauce. Y'all be putting hot sauce on stupid stuff. You don't put hot sauce on fried chicken ever. No, never, never will. <clears throat> Josh, what? That's <laughs> just a life with no sauce, man. I understand hey, now I- why you say Chick Fil A is under. Uh, uh, overrated. I understand why you don't really rock with barbecue like that. I mean, d- d- bro, uh, do y'all have a Publix up there where y'all at? No. See, bro, like Chick Fil A, I can't. Like, there's certain places I can't go back to when I've had better. There is no when better than Pu- Chick Fil A. Publix has better tenders than Chick Fil A. They don't have better chicken sandwich. They don't offer chicken sandwiches. And they they shouldn't because they know they're lame. They know that that's on lock. Chick-fil-A's, come on, man. Y'all got to y'all gotta stop this. Y'all know good and well Chick-fil-A is slightly overrated. No, not even a little bit. The food, so you, uh, no, no, no. the customer <clears throat> service. Over- no, 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 no. The customer service is impeccable. Okay. But 
y'all eat these chicken sandwiches like every day. I'm like, y'all like these sandwiches for every day? Yes. I don't, no, no, no. See, see, I don't mind the chicken sandwich being good for me periodically, but I cannot see myself. And you know why? I know what's wrong. I still have a poverty's mindset against (laughs) Chick-fil-A. It's those prices, bro. I can't. I cannot get a sandwich, fries, and a drink, and it's close to ten dollars. That's not no. true. That's not true. Especially if, if you go to Chick Fil A, at least eight something. No, it's not. Because I don't. What I never it? get a drink at Chick Fil A. I never get the combo. Chick Fil A is one of the but few bro, places. I gotta get that lemonade, bro. That lemonade is is divine. Now, if you're trying to get the lemonade, then it's gonna run. That's you what about I'm saying. See, bro. See, bro. I can't go to Chick Fil A and not get the lemonade and not get the large fry and not get the sandwich. I can because I got simply at the house. So, see, I feel you on that because you have a full functioning family, <laughs> right? Right. But when I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm like, bruh, do you know what I can get? I, see, when I go to, to, to stores or restaurants, my mind automatically calculates what I can get for that price somewhere else. Mine does the same. Especially if it's a new place. I'm like, why are we here? And that's why I don't like trying new stuff. Like date nights, that's great. I love going on dates when it's our regular places. Mm-hmm. I don't like going on dates to new places because you know who's spending? Me. <laughs> And I, sw- I, I am the worst person to ride home with mm-hmm. from a place where I overspent and they underdelivered. I'm the worst. Yeah. I'm, I'm upset for at least 20 miles. <clears throat> I said, I can't believe we bought that. Bruh. You mean to tell me I paid 20 something dollars for that and I didn't even finish my food because it was nasty? $92.37. I still remember the price of the meal. From where? This was me and my wife's, I want to say it was our first Valentine's Day. And we were downtown Charlotte. And she wanted to go to some Mexican place down there that probably wouldn't have been anywhere close to being that expensive. But it was too crowded, so we couldn't get in there. So we just walked around downtown and we went to uh, BLT. It's called BLT. We got, I think I got like some steak and she got some, I don't even remember. It's all a blur because all I remember is when I got that receipt and it was $92 and 37 cents. And if the food wasn't good, it was a small, tiny steak, Josh. What? A small, tiny steak. Do you know what I can eat off of $92 for weeks? That's a grocery bill. That's two weeks of groceries. That's groceries. No, no, no. Ladies, you got to put the in making us pay for ambiance. Thank you. We're supposed to pay for appetites. Right. Not ambiance. If you want ambiance, I'll go to Home Depot and get some lights. <laughs> for $92, I can get the lights I, installed. I can we can get this thing popping. We can get this thing popping. But what I'm not, what I'm tired of doing, because listen, we're married now. There's no need for us married folks to still be paying for ambiance. Oh, that's not happening now. What's when anniversaries come? I'm like, why not go to the go tos? <laughs> why not enjoy ourselves at the go to restaurants? Mm-hmm. $92. And I, what if I paid $92 for a one time eating experience? 
I better be in a food-induced coma. I better take some plates home. At that, that very listen, least. $92? Yo, chef, give me all that. That's coming with me. Right. Like, give me that whole lamb. That whole lamb's coming. That's that's 30 bucks right there. Give me that whole lamb. I better have a to-go plate. It better be like Maggiano's where they give you another entree to take home. No, it better be like y'all still delivering meals throughout the week. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm getting personally. $92? I'm getting, I'm getting meal prepped from y'all? Right. <laughs> I, we're not even talking about the same thing. I want ravioli one day. Right. I want spaghetti and meatballs the next day right i want chicken parm the next day and then you finish it off with lasagna you do that we good i'll get i'll give you 92 dollars for that yeah and i still got the eight at the restaurant and y'all still delivering meals to my house right for me and my wife right for me and my children Mm. and children's children for 92 (laughs) dollars Not my children's children. Listen, I'm a freeze. I'm a freeze <laughs> something because I'm a feed my children. <laughs> $92. $92. I'm a freeze half of this and I'm a feed my great grands this for $92. No, I'm tired of paying ambiance, man. I'm tired of paying for these light bills. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Fans, that's the size of what y'all, y'all imported from Asia. No, I, I got a fan care. for you at the house. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Ported from Walmart. Listen, and <laughs> and half of these things be nasty food. It's like horrible. Tiny portions. It's a ripoff, man. But back to these sauces, bro. Next week. Yes. I want you I, to try these sauces. I want you to look just me in three, the eyes. I, Three. And I I'll want you to tell. Me, and I'm gonna tell you the, this is nasty. And have I ever lied to you when it came to food? I want to see it. I want to see it. I feel like you just haven't tried these sauces, and I feel like you're just. I probably haven't tried them in a while. There you go. Because I don't. I don't go to Chick Fil A like that. My wife does. I'm gonna change and nephews your life. Go to Chick Fil A. They're they're Chick Fil A um, supporters. I like Chick Fil A. I like Chick Fil A once a quarter. What? I could do Chick Fil A once a quarter. Do you realize that you're talking to a man that cannot get Chick-fil-A on a regular basis? Are you did, you're talking to a man that has to drive an hour? It's not my problem. Just to get the Chick-fil-A. And I drive that's, it. I make the that's drive. That's the way that's the way the world is built. There's people in Africa wish they can have some grits. <laughs> oh, you know what? I ain't built for that struggle. Nah, man. So my thing is Chick-fil-A is just it's cool. But man, my palate's different, man. Nah. When you slim rev, bro, nah. your palate's different. Your life now, will be now, if I, now, if I bite into this, bro, and I fall and I relapse, I'm coming for you, bro. <laughs> if I go and I taste those and my eyes roll back like this, and, and, and I'm, I'm licking, I'm licking the sauces out of the containers. That's what you know. This is why. This is why I stay away from certain places. Cause I know me, bro. Now see, now see, now if that's the reason why you're denouncing Chick Fil A and its sauces, then I understand. Okay, Chick Fil A, Bojangles. There are certain places that has to be without of. I can't, bro. I can't. Like if Chick Fil A is like if Chick Fil A is as good as I can remember. It's been a while since I had like a Chick Fil A sandwich, bro. Oh, a long time. May I don't think I had Chick Fil A this whole year so far, and it's July. 
pretty much July. I'm I haven't had Chick Fil A all year, bro. What? I'm about to. Bro, move first to Texas off, first off, first off. The reason why I don't go to Chick Fil A because I don't want to pay seven to eight dollars. Like, bro, like there's got to be a value menu at Chick Fil A. Do bro. you go to Whole Foods? I know you pay ten dollars plus for anything at Whole Foods. Oh, well, let me put you on game for my Whole Foods experience. If you want to try me and my grocery of choice. When I go to Whole Foods and they get me my bison burger that's that big with unlimited toppings and a big bucket of fries for $9, you expect me $9. to go to Chick-fil-A? A gourmet burger with fries for $9? Does a drink come with that? I don't get drinks with none of my meals. I always get water, bro. $9? $9 and I don't even for, get a no, drink? no, no, no. no, no. No, no, no. See, you understand how I shop at Whole Foods. I go to Whole Foods with favor. You can't go to, listen, I, I don't got the money. Like the lady who, I, see, the lady, see, this is what you do, ladies and gentlemen. If you want good food at a reasonable price, you treat those servers right. Because you know what's wrong with these servers, these people at Whole Foods, they treat these cooks like trash. Because rich people do that kind of stuff. So when you get this <clears throat> guy who's from the struggle, mm-hmm. comes in there and compliments you. And listen, what I do is I, I celebrate them. Yo, man, this is the best piece I ever had. And you've been around me. When I get when I taste something good, I overly exaggerate it. Right. And so when I celebrate them, to this day, if you go to Whole Foods with me, every person who cooks food for you, they know me by name. So when all the other bougie people paying twelve, thirteen dollars for their burger, who gets their gourmet with double bison burger, mm-hmm. with bacon, cheese, onions, and a big bucket of fries for nine dollars? The nice onion garlic seasoning fries. Who gets that meat for nine dollars? Yes, Chick Fil A gives me. I I I don't I, I don't mind pleasing you or whatever they say. That is absolutely not what they say. <laughs> And if they did, I would feel very uncomfortable on leaving immediately. Man, what kind of what kind of what kind of uh, product y'all serve you. at night? Where do y'all really serve on Sundays? Right. <laughs> Why y'all close on Sundays? Now I know what y'all do when those lights are. And one thing about Chick Fil A, they shut their lights off. They don't when when you when Chick Fil A's closed, lights they off. close. But listen, man, listen, Chick Fil A's cool. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a try it. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go. That's all I ask. I'm a go. I'm gonna get a sandwich and I'm gonna get some chicken tenders and I will taste test them on the podcast. I want to see on it. the podcast. All right. Next week, you will see one man's life forever changed here on the Good Guys Podcast. Make sure you turn in. Tune in. Josh, do you have your weekly negative truth? This is time to close this thing out. Listen, man, it's time to close this thing out. I want to let you guys know something. Listen, it's okay to be where you are, okay? Life is about maturity. Life is about growing. Life is about leveling up. Life is about stewarding. Life is actually really about management. God cares about your ability to manage, and if you're not there yet, don't envy somebody else who is there. 95% of the people that we envy are faking where they are, not happy where they are. So stop comparing yourself amongst yourself because it's not wise. Stay at your level. 
It's better for you to level up and stay on that level than to level up, level down, level up, level down. Aren't you tired of jumping in and out of relationships? Are you taking tired of getting a good job but losing it? Manage your position well. Blossom wherever you're planting because God knows where he plants all of his children. And if you if you manage where you are, and blossom wherever you are, somebody's going to pluck you from their hard concrete and put you in a nice soil where you're able to enjoy it for a lifetime. That's all I got, BD. All right. And that is our show for today. Uh, make sure that you, if you have not done so already, <clears throat> click that subscribe button. Click the button so that you get post notifications if you enjoyed the content. Okay. Like and comment. And if you know someone who might enjoy the content, let them know about the Good Guys Podcast as well. Okay? Hop in the comments. Let us know about if you're on the other side of the grist debate. If you put sugar in your grits, hey, hop in the comment. Have the courage of your conviction. And get in the comment section and let us know that you put sugar on your grits. And be ready for that clapback. Be ready for the clapback that will ensue. All right? Let us know. If you uh, what your top five dipping sauces are, and let us know if you think Chick Fil A is overrated. Let Josh know how foolish and, uh, and sinful he is for that. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, sinful. yeah, absolutely, yes. Y'all, y'all addicted to sandwiches. Anyway, um, that's all we've got for today. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a humble father of four and a happily married man. He is Joshua Ezzy the honorable uh joshua is he we're the good guys don't call him slim rev okay Uh, we are the good guys podcast peace